Hard mode activated. We are two best friends who happen to be psychic mediums. We do readings, we teach, we mentor, and we love to laugh. Yeah, and you know what? We love to cry too, because we're heartstring pulling leather truckers. Oh, ooh, warning. This is rated E for explicit. So if you don't like the word fuck, you should probably turn your ass around. Turn it around. Don't look back, run. But if you're sticking around, it's time for another episode of I'm a Medium. Ask me how. Hey, uh, Willie. What's up, Tao? <laughs> That's talent. Ready? Ready? We got our <laughs> beverages. I got my watermelon kombucha. You've got your seventh protein drink of the day. Girl, I'm all about getting swole. Mm-hmm. I'm getting swole for, I'm getting swole for spirit. That's my goal. That's right. Mm-hmm. When the rapture comes, I want like that to happen and be like, oh, you look real good. Mm-hmm. They're like, you definitely have enough protein to come. <laughs> Here. I want to be. I want to be strong for the apocalypse. Yeah. Yay! So, <laughs> this is what happens when Matt watches The Last of Us. <laughs> this is where our head is. Yeah. Welcome to mediumship, kids. <laughs> <laughs> I'm your tour guide, Matty Wonka. <laughs> Matty Wonka. Except you can't have sugar here. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not in Maddie land. No. Ain't enough quarters for this ride. <laughs> Don't, we, we will not talk about quarters on the podcast. Oh, damn. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the podcast oh. is over. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but, Matt just quit the podcast, everybody. Sorry. <laughs> I don't have enough sugar in my life. I'm sorry. Uh, uh, well, Matt, do you want to dive in to this I, week's topic? I think we should dive in. I think we should put our snorkel mask on. I think this one's going to be uh, kind of an epic podcast. I, I don't think we've done one kind of like this before. Uh, but I think there have been little dips and drops from previous podcasts. So if you want to go into specifics, you can go back and you can listen to other ones. But we just want to want to talk about confidence and mediumship. and like. Uh, when we feel underconfident or what behaviors or what are some signs of an underconfident medium. So that way we can always self-improve because I think self-improvement and development as mediums is super important. You always say it. So go ahead and say it. Yeah. We're always developing. We're Mm -hmm. there. If you're looking at this as a finish line or um, I've, I've hit my finish line, then, then you're in the wrong job. This is not yeah. what you're what you're meant to be doing. We're always growing. We're always learning with spirit. I I feel like with every reading I do, I learn something. Um, mm-hmm. It's always an opportunity. Every time I sit with spirit, every time I do anything, it's an opportunity to learn and grow. And with what Matt and I are going to talk about today, this isn't a judging podcast. This is a a, no. a podcast for you to maybe see some things and be like, oh, I recognize that. I see that and some ways that we can fix them or adjust or see opportunity in ways that we can approach them when, when they do pop up. Right. Um, and, and we're educating mediums. Like we like to educate a lot. So like it's just being self-aware and kind of understanding where we're at. And I think uh, always knowing that we have a place to grow and trust me, I'm guilty about like, cause we're going to do 10 of them. I'm guilty about nine of them. Sometimes mm-hmm. it happens, but I think always being self-aware and always leaving space to improve or self-recognition of being like, yeah, I got to work on that. That's something that I'm now, I didn't know that. Right. So these are the top 10 things that me and Dina compiled to help you guys push your mediumship forward to the place where you want to be. Yeah. And you thank wanna, you for you saying be. that, Matt. You know, mm-hmm. I do just want to hone back in on that word awareness, because I think that that's one of the key things that we can do in our mediumship journey is just simply have awareness of where we're at. Not awareness in a judgy, judgy kind of way of like, I'm not where I need to be or da, 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 but just being aware of where our opportunities are. Are, where our strengths are, where we are in our journey. That's it. And it's not mm-hmm. a judgy place, but just having simple awareness of where we're at. And when we do have struggles, where we're at in those struggles and what we can do with them. So that's what we hope to do with our top 10 list of signs of an unconfident medium. 
I'm dancing for you, Willie, because this is exciting for me. If, if, <laughs> if you're excited like us, move your shoulders, do a shoulder oh. dance. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. So let's start with 10 and work our way up to one. Ooh, that? all right. That's, that's the rhyme and reason we're going. All right, so number 10 is making it about us. Mm-hmm. Making it about us. Mediumship is never about us, right, Willie? It's never about us. That's not why we do this. If you're doing mediumship to make yourself feel special, run, run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or even inserting ourselves into the reading, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and so it could be like talking about our life experience or bringing facts about us or interpreting the evidence uh, to fit our story and our narrative. There's there's so much that you could just nuance in making it about us. But at the end of the day, I think what's the most important thing about a mediumship reading is not even the, about how the medium can perform per se, but the love between the spirit communicator and the person receiving the reading. Right. You know, and I think a lot of the times when I see underconfident mediums, we overcompensate, right? Because we don't know what's important and what's not important. Mm-hmm. So we add ourselves in to try to like bridge the gaps between evidence to keep a conversation flowing. Mm-hmm. Right. And the silence is where it really kind of gets to us where we're like, say something good. <laughs> <laughs> and we get, we get uncomfortable with that silence sometimes mm-hmm. I think as mediums. And, you know, it's one of the big reasons I always encourage people to watch the readings back because yeah. very often as mediums, we think that silence is, you know, minutes long when very often it's much shorter. Um, so we're very self-critical in those times thinking that, whoa, man, I'm not saying anything. So we feel like we have to fill things in or we flow into story time. Um, you know, bringing our own interpretation on a piece of evidence when that's really not what that evidence was about. And so, you know, that that's danger zone, right. And that can really Mm -hmm. derail what, what started out as a beautiful connection. And we have to remember too, you know, people will book with you or want to have a mediumship reading with you because they think you're going to do a great job in connecting them with their loved one. They're not really that interested in connecting with you, you, the medium. They just want a great connection with their loved one. That's what Mm -hmm. it's about. It's not about you. It's about their connection with their loved one. Yes. And I will go to the grave. I, you know what, Dana Willie, I want this, I want this carved on my headstone. Oh, okay. You're just the mailman, mm-hmm. right? We're just there to deliver what we get. And I think like interpreting evidence can also be us as well. I think this kind of can be very broad stroked about making it about us. I think there's a couple of things too that could be like checking our ego, you know, being self-aware of where our ego is. So an overactive ego or an underactive ego, um, uh, Overactive ego is where we're like, I'm the best, I'm the best. And then an underactive ego is like, I suck. I'm the worst, I'm the worst. Right, right. (laughs) I just want you to be at the place where you're balanced of being like, it just did. I went the way it went. Mm-hmm. It went the way it went. I did what I needed to do, but it wasn't about me. It's not, I stood out, I stepped out of the way and was like, cool, you let it fall. Because trust me, we learn from every reading. We learn from every reading. Mm-hmm. We learn from every reading. I can't say it enough. I get excited about this. Like mm-hmm. you learn from every reading. So, well, and it's else? that that pendulum too of remembering that we are going to have those swings. And I want to just mm-hmm. normalize that you are going to have those swings of where you're going to have readings where you're like, that was an amazing reading. And you're going to have readings that weren't home runs, but we never want that pendulum swinging so big and far. We want to, to be as balanced as we can. We don't want to over-celebrate those great readings and we don't want to over- be critical of the readings where we don't connect, but we want to be balanced within as much as possible. Again, keeping our ego or our need to be great out of the whole process. So humble, being humble, mm-hmm. being humble, being centered is great. I love it, mm-hmm. Dana Willie. Number nine, avoiding development. Yeah. And that can be for two reasons. One would be like, for me, I don't know, I always find avoiding development is like the fear of being wrong, Mm -hmm. right? So we don't go to development because we don't want to go be wrong and we don't want to put ourselves in a position that could make us look bad or uh, be be unsafe. So we avoid development and we're always consistently on that same level and we're not 
moving ourselves forward mm-hmm. with education. Education is power mm-hmm. and power and knowledge is power. So like empowering yourself to want to stretch can also be a sign of an underconfident medium. Mm-hmm. Um, the other part for me on this would be is um, finding that you are complete. You don't need any more. You're, you're, you're mucho good. Mm-hmm. Like you feel like that you've hit that glass ceiling and it's done. Mm-hmm. Like you, you, you can't break through it. Um, and it can go both ways as well. I don't know. What about for you about a, like a development? I think a lot of people fear development um, or avoid development because they are afraid of being wrong, right? I think a lot of us want this so badly. And then um, to have somebody think that they're a fraud or that they don't have this, like would break our hearts, right? Like, mm-hmm. um, and then to get the no or get or or not connect breaks our hearts because we want this so bad. Right. And so we avoid that, that development piece. Um, it gets us out of our comfort zone too. Right. Like, Mm -hmm. um, and we have to remember that change is uncomfortable and very often in development, we're learning. And we have to remember Mm -hmm. that in learning and growing, we're not meant to know everything. That's why we go to learn and grow. Right. We're not Mm -hmm. supposed to get straight A's in development. We're supposed to grow and learn and make mistakes and fall down and then get back up. And with the right places for development, the right classes, the right circles, the right places for that, you will be in a supportive place to do that and grow. I also recommend, you know, obviously Matt and I have our own spaces that we offer for development, but find other spaces too. find who you resonate with, find places that feel safe to you, find places that you're like, I want to be challenged in this way. Mm-hmm. For instance, like, you know, Matt and I are going to Arthur Finley in October for trans mediumship. It's a different level or a different thing, a different aspect of mediumship that neither one of us have fully explored before with a different teacher that neither one of us have ever worked with before. So where, what I would ask of you, if you kind of feel like you've hit like a roadblock, because sometimes we can feel like that too. Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I've gotten as much as I can from this uh, teacher, or I feel like I've gotten as much as I can from this space. Is there another aspect that you can look at? Is there a new teacher that you can work with? Is there a new space that you can work from um, to continue to develop? Where can you move yourself out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. to expand and grow? Because that's where we expand and grow is when we're out of our comfort zone. Are you psychic? Because you read my mind, girl, because I was about to piggyback off of you and be like, you know what? Sometimes it's not just about mediumship. It's like learning another tool in your toolbox will help you feel more confident. Mm-hmm. Because here I'm at this point within my mediumship readings where I'm like, you get what you get. But maybe it's like, maybe that person that booked with you does not need a mediumship reading maybe they need a psychic reading mm-hmm. right and just me like getting more tools in your toolbox is not a bad thing it makes it boost your confidence a lot of being like numerology reiki uh trance healing um seances you name it whatever you're going to do paranormal investigation whatever you're going to go after it's just another aspect and a tool that you can use and what's really funny dana that i find with a lot of um um spiritual stuff is they're all connected mm-hmm. oh they're all connected they all help each other yeah and i think uh working on your psychism helps mm-hmm. your mediumship a lot of people oh, oh. are like a lot of people devalue psychism mm-hmm. in the mediumship community and i hate that i really hate how psychic stuff is devalued in the mediumship community because mm-hmm. we are psychics so it's like how how are you guys doing that and what it does is it actually helps you strengthen your clairs and it makes you a better medium. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of uh, mediums that are, you, you're one of those people that are just like, you are more naturally drawn to mediumship over psychic work. Um, yeah. But I've seen what working on your psychism stuff has done for your mediumship. It's made you a better medium because you've yeah. strengthened your psychism. I start calling things at times now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, hey, I'm going to call this at February, blah, 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 at six o'clock. This is going to happen. And it (laughs) does. does. 
but psychic psychism is so fun and it's so underrated mm-hmm. so get yourself learning get those get those books open because you never know yeah and you and you know. know what one more thing on this is mm-hmm. like even reading a book on a subject that you already agree on or that you already know some things about you may not agree on this on what you're learning from somebody else but sometimes that can help you learn more too because you're more fully ingrained in what you believe and what you understand so the more people you can learn for the more you know shooting star shooting star shooting star right Mm -hmm. so be on the path of forever learning when you stop avoiding development and avoiding growth you're the 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 world is your oyster yeah i agree with you um so number seven number we're on number eight oh we're on eight okay relying on one claire Mm -hmm. relying on number seven I'm, I'm changing it on the list. Don't you worry, girl. Okay. Just, I'm making a note of it. Um, but number eight is relying on one Claire. A lot of uncomfortableness happens in mediumship. And I think when we kind of put mediumship in a box of how it should work mm-hmm. and how it works for us, mm-hmm. it limits the information that rolls through. So when spirit switches stuff on us, we don't recognize it because we're like, I'm not seeing anything. So it must be turned off, but you actually are putting so much stress on that, you know, of being like, well, I'm not seeing anything. So I must be off today that maybe they're trying to hit you with something else. So like learning to relax Mm -hmm. and being okay with whatever happens. And if nothing happens, that's great too, but not just sticking to just one clear. I see a lot of underconfident mediums um, or learning and developing mediums as well. And that's cool too. It doesn't mean that you're unconfident. You're working in progress is that they just rely on one. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, you've got them all. They're just not actively firing at the same time or at the same level Mm -hmm. as the one that you're used to relying on. I love when a medium uh, will layer their clairs. Mm-hmm. where they're going to see something and that seeing something makes them feel something. And maybe they're hearing something or a vibration in their body or like they're getting all of these different things kind of all on this. Like if you think of it as a 3d or 4d like piece of information, cause they're seeing it, they're hearing it, they're feeling it. Right. And mm-hmm. I think it brings such a more multi-tonal um, piece of evidence, multi-layered piece of evidence that we can really lean into and draw more from. So the more that we're well-rounded in our clairs and not overly dependent on one, um, I think that makes us a better medium. And I think it makes us able to speak to more spirit communicators. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I always lean on and, and, and was such a eye opener for me is like, we have to remember that everybody in the spirit world is a, is a person. Okay. Think of them as a person and not as a wooey wooey ghost that we can't, Ooh, right. Think of them as a person <laughs> and every person communicates differently, right? Mm-hmm. There are people that are very quiet and they don't really speak up and they don't talk a lot, but then you've got the talkers and all they want to do is yep, 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 yep. And then you've got very visual people. And then you got people who aren't visual at all. You know, there's people in their that don't see anything in their head. Like you tell them to visualize an apple and they can't visualize an apple. Right. Mm-hmm. So spirit is just like that. You may get a spirit who was not visual at all and they're not going to give you any visualizations at all, but they're going to be great at like talking to you. So you've got to be able to have that well-roundedness. And so when you've got a talker, they can talk to you. When you've got somebody who's visual and great at giving you visuals, you're you're ready for that. When you give somebody who's like really great at letting you feel emotion, you're ready for that. So you have that dynamicness about yourself in your mediumship. And that kind of loops back to the development again. Yeah. So stop relying on that body. I know I said it in another podcast, but stop relying yeah. on that one because you got them all. I love that, Dana Willie. Okay. Number seven. On seven now, right? Mm-hmm. I just talked to dead people. I went to art school. I, I can't do math very well. Always being on. Always having the ability to walk around to being on. I find that underconfident. Mm-hmm. That's just me. Because it's almost like you don't trust yourself. Mm-hmm. You don't trust that they're going to show up when you need to show them up. 
show up, right? And then we're always searching to see if it still happens. Trust that they'll show up. Mm -hmm. But I think the first way that you can fix this is super easy. Turn off. Mm -hmm. Set boundaries. Create an on and off switch. You deserve to be a person in this world. You don't always need to be that medium that walks around being like, hello, is it me or... But Okay, yeah, get copyright. But you get the point, right? We want to make sure that we're living our life, all right? And the only way that we're going to know if it doesn't happen is if we just shut off. Mm-hmm. And I can tell you, they always show up. Well, and that's what I was going to say. There's, there's practice in that, right? Mm-hmm. So go ahead and shut off. Use a day of, of completely shutting off. See what happens. Mm-hmm. And then intentionally open up and say, mm-hmm. I want you to show up right here and right now. Show up yeah. and just and just see. And guess what? Spirit always shows up. They always show up when you ask them to show up. It's a shift in awareness. They're around us all the time. It's it's the thing that happens of like, this spirit's been with me all day and it's been bugging me. No, your awareness has just been open 24-7 to yeah. be there. Um, I I never to me that that does it 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 does often speak of underconfidence because no, you haven't been, they haven't been annoying you all day. Your awareness has just been open all day. So there's, there's a difference. Yeah. I think there's two types. Okay. So I think there's two types of, of, of the situation going, I think there's conscious and subconscious, right? So I think there's conscious walking around knowing that you're open and you're doing it. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think also sometimes there's subconscious insecurity, right? Mm -hmm. So like your insecurity is going to dip into something. So I think when we get hits out in public, that's our subconscious mind and our insecurity and you can't control that, but you can work on the conscious one. And I think when we work on the conscious one, the subconscious one will be like, no, she got this. Mm-hmm. We're good, right? But the fear of not performing and the fear of that going away, it's it's going to get better as you work and as you set boundaries and as you have that stuff. So, yeah, stop. Yeah. So, well, and just to, as to so, spirit is so intelligent that they're going to know mm-hmm. that you have a reading with their loved one in two weeks. Oh yeah. And and mm-hmm. if you let them, they'll hang out with you that long. Mm-hmm. They, they certainly will. I mean, I, we had readings today and I, I was in the shower and I was, you know, I was drifting off into my, my shower land and I felt your, one of them come in. Your conference calls? My conference calls, my shower slash conference calls. Um, but my awareness was shifted mm-hmm. and some, one of them popped in and I just said, yep, cool. You are back in the waiting room. Thank you. Um, I had a choice at that moment to lean further into that. Like, okay, mm-hmm. I could have sat there with that spirit and said, okay, give me more, 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 give me more. But what would that have served? Mm-hmm. And I think that, and and often what Matt and I will teach is like, oftentimes, especially when we are early on in our development, there's so many of us who think we're, we've gone crazy because we can't validate anything that's coming through. We're mm-hmm. just gathering all of these images and these feelings and these facts and figures. And we're like, but who does this belong to? Who is this for? Am I making this up in my head? And we start spinning and then we spin into story time and then we go into this whole mm-hmm. thing. And then we spin into self doubt, which messes with our ego and this whole thing. So it's just better. And what we recommend is not pre-linking and just no. saying, Oh, I kind of feel who you are. I'm just going to put you back in my waiting room. And then when you go into the reading space and you feel them pop in again, you can be like, there you are. And then you can go. The thing to remember is, cause some people think like, well, what if I forget to give the information? Spirit will always make sure you give the information. Yes. Trust that. Trust that spirit is always going to make sure you say the thing they want you to say. Mm-hmm. Can I admit something while we're on this subject? Sure. So I tried one of Dana's conference calls in the shower <laughs> and I had my client's uh, spirit pop in mm-hmm. and we were just talking. I'm just like, okay, cool. I'm excited for our reading later. Okay. See you. Bye. But then I said that to my client. <laughs> Bye. Your dead mom watched me naked. <laughs> you know, I was like, ooh, wording. <laughs> mm. 
So, but you know me, I make it awkward. <laughs> yeah. Usually I just let my spirit team in with, and, and that's the thing, like th- those times are for me, but every once in a while, like, like I said, today was a reading day for me. So, yeah. you know, spirit was like, Oh, she's open. Oh, I get, I'm so excited to talk to my loved one. And I just, this, nope. Yeah. Whether it's sitting in the power or my conference calls in my shower, this time is for me to talk to my team, to talk to my people. I see that you're there. Thanks for popping in. Your your appointment's at two o'clock. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm. It's okay to acknowledge and move on. So I think it's a lot like sitting in the power with mm-hmm. our thoughts, right? Acknowledge and say, that's not important right now. I'm going to be doing this right now. Yeah. And, and that's also learning kind of shift your awareness too. So you got this. Continue sitting in the power, building that shift in awareness. That will help you also stay on and off. Yeah. So, and just trust that spirit will always show up when it's time for them to show up. And they're always going to give you the right pieces of information. So sitting down and writing a bunch of stuff out, Prior to a reading, trust, trust. This is me telling you, trust. If it's important, they're going to tell you. Yes. They're going to make sure you say it. But here's the deal too that I really want to drive home because you said something real fucking good and I want to piggyback off that. If you're pre-linking and you're not saying it during the reading, you're also not feeling the power and you build a power and it feels different and you get more emotion and you get this beautiful reading because you're truly saying what they want you to say in the moment and you don't know where else it's going to go, right? But when we pre-link and write this elaborate notes, we're not essentially going to build the power to see what's actually on the table. Yeah, Your readings will look different and they'll feel different and you'll feel more confident. I'm telling you, telling you. Well, and we're going to go into this just a little bit more. With the pre-link, our human brain wants to put things in sequential order. It wants to make sense of how the information is coming through, Mm -hmm. right? We want to put it into this nice, nice, cute little order. Well, spirit doesn't talk like that. Spirit knows that I've got 15 minutes to deliver this message, and I'm going to do it as concisely and perfect as I need to. We've got to trust the spirit world. They are intelligent. They know that the order that they're going to give it and they're going to jump around and they're going to be all over the place. It's not meant to make sense in our human mind. And when we pre-link and when we're looking and reading off of our notes, our human mind is deciphering which thing to read off of our list first, which is more important and trying to put it into some kind of chronological make sense in my human world. And it loses that power even more. Yes. You know, you're actually going into number six, which is honesty, wording, and messages. Oh, see, it's like I knew it. Am I psychic? Maybe, maybe, Maybe she's born with it. So honesty, wording, and messages, right? So saying things as you're getting them will help build you confidence and taking the risk of saying them when you're supposed to say them uh, and not holding it back and misinterpreting. If I'm saying taco, imagine Dana's son coming to me and I'm like, taco. He's like, that's my mom. But for me, I'm like, what the fuck is she bringing up taco, though? Right? I don't know what's important, but being honest honesty is always key integrity is all you got folks and so you never want to put something in spirit's mouth that they haven't said and the only way that you're going to know that is if you're actually building the power live in the moment and not pre-linking right because the, the when i hit like the ultimate power when i'm in that sweet motherfucking spot of pure love and glory Mm -hmm. they know i know what i'm gonna say is gonna come through it my tone changes my vibe changes everything changes but i gotta take that risk by saying the things that i know that might possibly be wrong i'm being inspired by spirit inspired being the key word here but i've got to be honest and so if i'm like uh feeling an emotion and they're not saying it but they're making me feel it i'm always being honest and saying they are not putting this in my mouth, but I feel this. Would you understand this? And, and and if they're like, no, cool. I'm like, but this is making me feel this way. So let me go back and feel into it again. Um, and so like when you're also forcing messages too, because everybody wants to hear that their loved one loves them, right? We always want to hear, like, again, yeah, grandma loves you. If you told me my grandma loved me, I'd be like, I don't know the fuck you're talking to. My grandma would never say that to me, right? You can come off as disingenuous. So only saying the things that you know are linked to evidence and messages or because messages aren't evidential. They're not 
you can say whatever you want, but it will fall in and spirit's very intelligent, remember? So it will fall in at the perfect moment. And it's usually when you're at the peak of your power. Mm -hmm. It's usually when they're like, yeah, because they also do this thing to me. I don't know if they do this to you, where it's like when I'm at the peak of my power, my body goes numb and I get tingles. And it's almost like I can feel them being like, yeah, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) When you say the right thing, it's like your body reacts. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I'm like, oh. (laughs) yeah and so the only way that we can do that and feeling confident in that is taking the risk to be honest in our wording and our messages well and it's just going back to your mailman Mm -hmm. and i i think i'm just going to get you a hot mailman to put on your headstone i'm excited okay um but we have to just go ahead can you put i got your package Okay. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Done. We just went somewhere else. Um, no, but okay. we just have to be ma- the mailman and give what we are getting. Mm-hmm. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Not put our own spin on it. Not try to to put anything more on it. Not. We just have to come forward authentically. That's I think yeah. such an important key, and you can tell. You can tell when somebody has put something inauthentic in on a message on on a reading, and it it's my biggest pet peeve as as um, a medium and as an educator is when I see somebody delivering like this beautiful evidential reading, and it's like yes, nail, 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 yep, yes, 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 and then they put like this hokey like they loved you very much or they're very sorry, and you can just tell there was no power in the message. And that it felt inauthentic. And you can tell how the sitter is like, "Mm." Mm -hmm. we have to make sure that everything is authentic to what spirit would say, to what we are feeling. And as long as you stay true to that, you're golden. But as soon as you try to insert it or try to make something it's not meant to be, people will pick that up from a mile away. Mm-hmm. You know, what's really funny is every time I see this, I say I have the same visual. So, you know, the picture of a soccer player and they're running up to the ball and they're looking real confident and they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to kick this ball real far. And then they get to the ball and then they kick it and it just goes, pew, pew, <laughs> it just like goes two feet. Like, that's what it feels like when we give an authentic messages. It's like we feel the buildup and then flat. Right. It's like, oh, man. Yeah. And so it feels, the room feels it. A good mediumship reading should move the room. It should move and inspire everybody, whether it's excitement, whether it is, it should have some heart to it. Mm-hmm. So being honest and integrity and, and kind of having the confidence to be like, I got nothing. Mm-hmm. This is, they just showed up and they just want me to let you know that they're here. Yeah. And, and that's perfect. Mm-hmm. That is okay. That is okay. I, Matthew Tao, I'm telling you, that's fine. I, Dana Willie, am saying, please, please, if they are not giving a message, don't give a message. Yes. Yes. I've seen so many beautiful mediumship readings go wrong and it invalidates the entire reading when you, you give an inauthentic up. message. And you're afterwards beating yourself up being like, I shouldn't have said that and I'm never going to do it again. Right. Just be confident of being like, this is what I'm getting. This is not what I'm getting. Great. You don't have to tie yeah. everything up in a pretty little bow at the mm-hmm. end. Statements versus questions. Number five. Number five. Oh, be aware of your wording, my love bugs. Yeah. We, when we ask questions, and you can even hear it in the tone of people's voices, right? When, mm-hmm. so I feel like this is a mom. <laughs> Would you understand she likes roast beef? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I seeing tacos? Yeah. 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 Um, but like it, you just need to say what you get confidently and be okay with being wrong. So we can practice, Tina. Will you want to practice number five with me? I love practicing. Okay. Cause we kind of talked about like the roast bean, you know, but more like, Hey Dina, I'm seeing tacos. Would you understand you have a loved one on the other side with tacos? Yes. Right. Uh, I'm seeing tacos. Now, and this is also misinterpreting, right? Mm-hmm. And the, and that also goes into this as well of being like, um, I'm seeing tacos, but it could be that the tacos are wrapped or would you understand they like soft or crunchy and it's questioning rather than giving factual statements of what you're seeing, right? Yeah. Because spirit will inspire you for the next piece and the next piece. But when we get hung up 
on that we are suiting ourselves, right? Mm-hmm. Because we're unconfident of what we're getting. So then we're going to ask it in a question. And that could also be perceived as phishing. Mm-hmm. And we don't want phishing, no cold reading. So when we give it with statements, it's more like, I'm just going through my experience with spirit. They're inspiring me to say this. So I'm going to say it to you and be okay with being wrong. Mm-hmm. Boom. Boom. Yep. Boom. And it has more of a confidence to it, yep. right? But when we're like, do you understand tacos? <laughs> right? Um, it, it, it feels like you're just kind of being like, okay. And it, your power goes yeah. like a completely deflated uh, soccer ball. Mm-hmm. It's, it's now flat on the field. So being okay with giving it statements. And they should be yes no or i don't know as as what the sitter gives back so what i like to do is my and i i get weak in this sometimes but i even a question should sound confident right yeah um Mm -hmm. she's bringing me to tacos she's got a a, i i'm I'm seeing tacos in front of me do you understand why i'm being brought to tacos state it i'm seeing tacos and and not going into i just you know, I've seen tacos at Taco Bell. Sometimes I see tacos at, at Mexican restaurants. Ta- do they have tacos at Long John mm-hmm. Silver's? Like, mm-hmm. no, stop. Just, just say you saw tacos. Let the sitter validate yes or no. Because then that's when you're going to get your next piece of information. But not yes. trying to overly interpret why are you seeing tacos. Mm-hmm. I pull a Teresa Caputo now with my questions. You know what I do? Mm. Who's a taco lover? Why am I seeing tacos? That sounds more confident, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of being a way to ask questions as a statement, but also asking the question. Yeah. Because it almost feels like when they refer to something like the tacos, like, okay, I'm going to use tacos. I'm so sorry, people. But the taco question, it's like, it'll feel either ownership or non-ownership, right? It'll feel like they're talking about it themselves or they're talking about it and referring it to somebody yeah. else. And it will feel different. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if you are If it's trying my to tacos out, or your tacos. Yes. Yeah. So I can be like, who's a taco lover? Showing me tacos doesn't feel like him. Who's a taco lover? Okay, you are? Okay, great. And now he's recognizing you. It feels more confident. Mm-hmm. And it's so fun to do. I love doing <laughs> it. Thanks, Caputo. But it really, it really is has changed my mediumship in a little bit of a way of giving that, of being like, who's getting married? Where's the baby? Who's has a baby? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yep. She wants to meet or no. She knows the baby. And sometimes it can be overconfident, right? But it's like learning that what, I'm only going to do that when I've built the power. But that's you feeling, you see a baby and you're like, because mm-hmm. I, I know I, I do this, right? Like if they're mentioning mm-hmm. a baby, I'm like, is this your baby? And they'll be like, they'll, they'll put it like, if, if it's somebody here on earth, they'll put the baby in front of me that I know that the baby belongs to somebody on earth. And that, so it's a way of like being like, okay, it belongs out here. <laughs> what are you doing? I want that on a t-shirt. Is it your baby? <laughs> <laughs> is this like Maury Povich of the spirit world? <laughs> he is not the father. You are not the spiritual father. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's awesome. But that's, that's how cool. I see. And, or they'll say like, if it's some attached to somebody in spirit, or if it's one of the, her kids, I will feel it under her. And then I'll see it here on earth. But, They will make you feel who it's kind of in general applies to. And then we can kind of feel into that and be like, I feel like I got to talk about tacos, but this isn't about her liking tacos. This is about somebody that would have been one of her kids that liked tacos, which one of them liked tacos. And we can talk about, uh, about it like that. And it brings some personality to the reading. It brings confidence to the reading and it's beautiful, but I love it. But yes, over-interpreting, asking questions, not stating things confidently is it, it really, I think too, even, even if in our, in our bodies, we're like, I don't, I I'm totally unconfident. I'm totally freaking out. Even if we state it confidently, that's going to help us turn that around. Right. Mm -hmm. Of having that self-awareness of like, maybe I'm, I'm walking into this reading, not as confident as I should be. If I go into that reading unconfidently stating or putting things out there or saying like, do you understand tacos? That's going to more feed into that unconfidence. Right. But if I go in like, nope, I'm just going to give what I get. I'm going to be okay with being wrong. And I'm going to state everything that I have. It switches your brain around to be being more confident. I'm going to ask a question. You don't have to answer this. Okay. When we do that, when we like second guess ourselves, are we, 
mistrusting ourselves? Are we mistrusting the spirit world? Are we mistrusting the view of the person that's receiving the reading? I'm going to leave you folks to listen to that. Okay. You can answer that in the comments, right? But it really is true, right? So when we second guess ourselves and we don't give things as statements, but we're internally struggling with it, just know, are you insecure? You need to find this out. You need to dig. This is part of like your work. Are you unconfident with the spirit while giving you the information? Are you unconfident in yourself interpreting the evidence? Are you unconfident on the judgment that you're going to receive from somebody else? Right? At the end of the day, what's the worst thing that's going to happen? Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Get, that's cool. Get your journal out on that last question mm-hmm. Matt asked you. Yeah. Dive into that. Yeah. Dive into it. Dive into it. Because when you actually find out the answer to one, three, you got a direction where you can work on it. Because mm-hmm. maybe if the sitter is judging you, maybe they're not the right client for you. Okay. Because skepticism, you're going to have to get used to. It's part of the job. Sorry. Mm-hmm. I love you, but you can't avoid that. If it's unconfident in the spirit world, you can work towards that confidence by just giving what you get, right? If it's unconfidence for yourself, get into development. Work on it. Journal, journal, mm-hmm. journal. What are you unconfident about? What is it that needs to work? So you can go three ways with that. Absolutely. Love that. Which leads me to number four, Dana mm-hmm. Willie. Self-praise. And self-deprecating. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's that ego again popping up. I mean, let's be honest. The ego is our, if there is a worst enemy in mediumship, it's ego. Let's just loop three into knowing where the ego is. And because number three and number four are going to go. Oh, I I totally jumped. But, but they do, they go together. Mm -hmm. The ego is not a bad thing, guys. Like Mm -hmm. the ego is part of us being human. A lot of people will be like, I need to my ego to go away. No, you're human. Egos keep us safe. They keep us from getting into danger. There's a lot of reasons that you have your ego here, but keeping the ego in check as a medium is our our biggest thing that we've got to do. And I'll tell you what, when you start getting good at mediumship and you start having a lot of success as a medium, it's hard to keep that media, that ego in check. Because yeah. you get a lot of people telling you how great you are and how amazing you are and all of that. It's a real thing. So you have to keep yourself grounded. You have to keep your awareness. And then as soon, and I got to tell you guys, as soon as that ego is going up, and even if it's not other people telling you how great you are, you may have a string of like development circles where you're just nailing it and you're linking up and you're like, I got this. I got this figured out. I'm amazing. And then you go to the next one and you don't, and you crash and burn and you're not linking to anything and it's nothing but no's. When your ego's up that high, because everybody's been telling you how great you are, or you've been doing so amazing. And then all of a sudden it's, you crash and burn. Oh, the crash and burn's bad. Oh, and why do you think you crash and burn? Cause spirit's like, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, because they also want us centered as well. They want us balanced. They want us really, really balanced. And I think also watching our readings back as well of of not doing self-critical, but what we're wording and how we're saying it and uh, being aware and even looking at like, I know we look at other mediums as well because, you know, we love mediumship. It's just being conscious about wording, right? Mm-hmm. So like the self-praise, I'm going to go into that just for a quick second. Like, I think loving the spirit world is great. And we want to always put the spotlight on the spirit world. It is not about the medium being phenomenal. And it is not about that. It's about the love connection, right? Mm -hmm. And it's about us stepping out of the way. So you kind of like, if we're looking at it being like, oh my God, I'm so glad I stepped out of the way for that. I'm so glad that that came through for you. And being excited about the actual interaction rather than what we did to perform through it. It's almost like when somebody says to you, well, if I'm being honest, Mm. uh, I'm going to tell you the truth. Mm -hmm. Well, does that mean that you don't tell me the truth any other time? Mm -hmm. But like when we're like wowing ourselves during... um, like evidence we're not being fully in the present in the moment of the actual reading i think when we're doing validation that's okay to say because you're just like oh my god i'm so wowed with you but kind of doing it in the middle of the reading can make you feel unconfident and it takes you out of your active mind i think or puts you in your active mind put you in your active mind you want to be in your passive state so like i think when we kind of draw ourselves out of that uh 
passive state and we're more in our active mind interacting a lot, that's also can turn me assigned as an unconfident medium um, because we don't know how to stay in it, right? I think there uh, doesn't need to really need to be showmanship with mediumship. That's just me. If we're just kind of delivering what we get and we're in this moment, especially platform mediumship, um, of just kind of like holding space after to validate and then share the loved one and be excited for the person receiving the reading because that's who needs that praise. That's who needs that love. That's who needs that relationship bonding. So always being aware of where ego is sliding mm -hmm. during a mediumship reading or during a, a place, but always tying it back to the spirit world and the relationship and the love and honor. Like there's reasons why I say that in my prayer, Dana Willie, mm -hmm. for the, um, oh geez, now I don't even know my own prayer, but I say it uh, because that's truly what mm -hmm. that is. It's setting the intention that it's not about me. It's about the love, loss, and life of those on the other side for the person that I'm reading for. Well, and here's the thing. The evidence stands mm -hmm. on its own. You said it if mm -hmm. in a platform setting, especially if yeah. the evidence is that amazing, everybody can see it. they don't need the medium pointing it out yeah. how great it was. They just don't. And, and it just, again, it's, it's a beating on the chest. Even if we are saying, look how great spirit is in that moment, we're taking ourselves out of the, the reading, the space of, of being in a receptive vessel for, for spirit. And it's, and it's pounding the chest a little bit. We have to make sure we're just continuing on and staying yeah. balanced and just continuing to give what we get. And we, afterwards we can be like, that was so cool how I got out of the way and I could deliver that evidence. That was a really cool piece of evidence that I was able to deliver. Mm -hmm. But in the moment it, it comes off very inauthentic and it comes off, um, I don't know. It just, I, I surprising, surprising. And, and it's you not surprise yourself. And it's not about being able to pull out this amazing piece of evidence. It's not mm -hmm. what it's about is it's proof of connection, right? It's yeah. proof that your loved one is with you and let the, that evidence stand alone. If that evidence is as amazing as it is, it stands on its own and it doesn't need a spotlight on it to, for anybody else. They all see how amazing that evidence is. Well, that also takes that one piece of evidence and negates all the rest of the uh, all the other evidence because it should be consistently the same, right? Mm -hmm. So, uh, and it's really cool that we challenge ourselves. So, I want to hold space for the challenging of I want street addresses, I want telephone numbers, I want dates, I want names, but names and addresses and all that cool stuff is just as cool as getting the connection, mm -hmm. right? So. It's okay to hold space for the, the the praise of ourselves, but I would do it after the reading. That's why I'm saying record your readings. Yeah. Well, because here's the other thing like, about that. Because cool. I'm just going to be devil's advocate. What if I was able to pull a street address out? What if I was like, okay, it was 1482. You're, and oh. they're like, that was a street address, right? And, and I was like, okay, cool. But then I got everything else wrong about the spirit. I got their personality wrong. I got all kinds of other things wrong. Who cares if I pulled that street address perfectly? Yeah, It's mm -hmm. about the more well-roundedness of the reading, right? And sometimes what if I, who, who cares if I can get the first and last name of somebody or those people that are like, I wrote down a magic word in an envelope, who cares it should be the, the totality of a reading that paints the picture, the person back to life, that I should be able to get a majority of yeses on the, the evidence that I give. And it shouldn't be just this one piece of wow evidence that's like, oh my God. Can I share something that happened today? Just a little tiny bit of mm -hmm. it. So we did a reading today and we brought through a piece of evidence that the uh, person, the sitter had asked the spirit world to bring up. And I didn't look at it as like, oh my God, I'm a medium. I was more like that spirit world's intelligent. They had, they did what she asked. Mm -hmm. They did what she asked. They did what she asked. And all that we did was just say the words. Like, I don't know what's special or not. I don't know what's special or not. I don't know what the sitter is being like. Can you just bring up pink, pink, purple elephants? Can you please bring up tacos? 
right? We don't know that, but if we're just giving what we get and we say the word, it's magical. It just makes it more special for the sitter. But conversely, in that reading today, if we would have just said the one thing she wanted us to say, but didn't get any of that other stuff right, it would not have been the beautiful reading it was. Correct. Correct. So every piece of uh, evidence is just as important as details. Every single piece of evidence is just as heavy and it will feel it. It's all puzzle pieces that come together Mm -hmm. to build a, Mm -hmm. a, a puzzle. Yep. Spirit. Okay. Us establishing a connection is like the border of a puzzle, right? And then spirit's just handing you the pieces for the sitter to put together, not for us, not for us to, to weave this elaborate story, but really the key to a beautiful mediumship reading is bringing forward the personality of the person. I can't stress this enough. I can't stress this enough because when we bring out who the fuck they are, they love it. And they give you everything. They're just like, Hey, you want my social security? (laughs) And I'm like, okay. (laughs) Right. So just focus on the spirit, focus on the personality of the spirit and just trust yourself and just celebrate yourself. Oh, 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 I got so excited. I threw my mic, but trust yourself and just pat yourself on the back of just stepping out of the way. Mm -hmm. You did. you, You did good kid. You did good. And just know that there's possibilities are endless with the spirit world. Right. And it's not just that one moment. And, we're all mediums. Every 7 billion of us on this earth are all mediums and we can all do this work. And so it does not make us special. We're all capable. Yeah. It's all, we're all, we're all spirit capable. <laughs> and, and the other side of that is when we overpraise ourselves. Yeah. When we don't, because what, again, going back to that, like, we don't know what that bang on amazing evidence is. Like, we kind yeah. of put in our minds, you know, we do have goals and we're like, I want to get names. I want to get months. I want to get this. I want to get this kind of evidence. We don't know what that amazing evidence is. And so we can start being really hard on ourselves when we're not getting names, when we're not getting this, when we're not getting that. And, and we're just, we get really like self-critical of ourselves when we aren't being able to like deliver like that, that amazing evidence. So we get really hard on ourselves. So again, it's that balancing of that ego, not over celebrating those wins, not being overcritical on when, when we have those opportunities for, for development, but just being in balance and just rolling with the punches, going with the next piece, the next piece, the next piece, the next reading, the next reading, the next reading. Yeah. You just said something that inspired me to ask you a question. Okay. So when we challenge ourselves to get like specifics, right? I want to get specific dates and I want to get specific times and all that names. Who are we trying to get those for? Mm Mm-hmm ourselves mm-hmm. <laughs> no. right so why don't you just step out of the way and just give everything and you know you might actually get something really cool and you know what maybe the color of their lizard when they were seven years old is way better than their name absolutely absolutely and here's the thing like right i oh, that literally shot up your you literally made me go okay who's who are we really getting that for are we getting that to impress ourselves or are we getting that to impress the sitter yeah And here's the thing, the more that we're like, I want names, I want names, I want names, I want names. Spirit will give you names, but that's, it's what's important, right? (laughs) They they give you the neighbor's names. Yeah, exactly. They're like, (laughs) you didn't say which names you wanted. (laughs) Uh, But but just take that pressure off yourself. But when we put, but we're putting tension on it. When we're like, I Mm -hmm. want names, I want names, I want names, I want names. We're putting tension on that. So just open up. I'm going to get, I, I'm not going to put a restriction on what this reading has to look like, what this certain ingredients have to be. I'm just going to give what I get. That's it. You got me real excited. <laughs> you did. I mean, that is literally mind blowing. Just show up and just say everything. Just say whatever inspires you and you're going to get some really cool shit because the spirit world is dope. I need to tell you how dope the spirit world is because when you just show up and you're just like, let's do this. Yeah. Let's have some fun let's have some fun with spirit absolutely i Mm. i love it (laughs) (laughs) comparison is number two yes let's just wrap this one up real quick because i think it's just in the name be you your spice is just as good as someone else's Mm -hmm. you don't need to read like somebody else you don't need to be somebody else there there's already a dana willie 
who's already a Matthew Tao. You don't need to read like us, but you can look at what we do as possible for you. But be your own spice. Mm-hmm. And you are going to be the perfect medium for somebody. We're not going to be the perfect medium for that person. You're going to be the perfect medium for that person. So the more that we try to fit in a certain box and try to be like somebody, and even Matt and I are completely two different readers. We are two complete different readers. We have two completely different worldviews, different different. Uh, experiences that that spirit can use from in different styles and there there are spirits that talk easier to him and there are spirits that talk easier to me and sitters that work easier with him and sitters that work easier with me and that and that doesn't make him better than me or me better than him everybody has their special spice so don't put anybody on a pedestal you are on your and there's so there's so many dead people out there y'all there are so many dead people out there there's no reason for competition or comparison in mediumship. Mm-hmm. Which leads me to number one, which I've now changed because you just said that. Treating people with kindness. Mm-hmm. Right? We're an instrument of healing. We're an instrument of love. And we're an instrument of light. It's okay to have boundaries. It's okay to not put up with stuff. But we always should put ourselves in somebody else's shoes of what we're going through and being honest and in, with integrity and acting in integrity and acting in the path that you feel is right for you. But kindness is a choice mm-hmm. and being kind, being kind. It's it, it, mediumship to me, and, and we can you can speak and add into this, is an act of service for other people, but it will change your life. And just showing up. So I feel like my number one is all of them. My number one is all of them. Yeah. Is lead with dignity and respect. Have boundaries. Be yourself. Don't worry about being somebody else. Give what you get. Know where you are and where you're feeling. And know what triggers you. Mm-hmm. And don't blame other people. But ultimately, just be kind. Yep. I would say being true to yourself is going to be one of the biggest ways that you know you're off course. Mm-hmm. When you when you're not being true to yourself, when 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 your light is dimmed, when I always say when it's not a hell yeah, yes, you yes. know, <laughs> um, when it doesn't feel like a hell yes, when it doesn't feel mm-hmm. like you're in alignment, you've got to pay attention to that. And that is one of the biggest signs that that you are acting in underconfidence in mm-hmm. in that you are out of alignment. You know, I really want to hone in on that kindness thing, Matt. You know, it, it costs nothing to be kind. Mm-mm. It really doesn't. It it costs nothing to be kind and to be caring of, of others. And sometimes if we can't say something nice, we don't say anything at all, right? Yeah. But if you're not in this for the right reasons, then stop. Take a break. It's okay to take yeah. a break. And if if you are out of alignment, it's okay to take a break from it yeah. and get back yeah. into alignment and and get back to your why. We often talk about your why in this. Matt and I teach the why. Yeah. What is your why for doing this work? Mm-hmm. If it's to be famous, is it to be special? Or is it to be in service of other people? Yeah. And it may be, you know, some some of uh, some people's whys might be to do this professionally, which is dope. Some cool. people's whys might be just because they want a better connection to their own spirituality and to the spiritual yeah. world. But you have to ask, what is your why? Why do you do this? Why do you show up and do this vulnerable thing? Sit down with oh. that. And I urge every single person that listens to this podcast to sit down what is your why? And what is your why? are you in alignment with your why? Yeah. And you can spot check it and you can change it at any time. That's a beautiful thing. You can do it at any time. Mm-hmm. Or you can have like a, a, a like a set in stone one, like I'm doing this to be in service of others, but you know what? I'd like to set a goal. Of, I want to be on, on this and I want to do this and I want to experience this and I want to platform this, but it all has to connect back to the original why of understanding that this is the most simplistic thing your soul knows how to do. And it's about love between one person and another. It's human 
connection at its core of mediumship should always be back and rooted into the human connection, the survival of the soul. And why do you want to tap into the survival of the human soul? Yeah. And it's, and mediumship is one of the most beautiful things that you will ever see or experience in the world. And it can get muddied and it can get ugly by humanness. Yeah. And it's all because we didn't check back into our why. So that that was a good one. Yeah. Well, thank you, Dina Willie, for going over the top 10 with me. I just want to say I love you dearly. I love you too. You are literally a watermelon goddess bottle. I'm a watermelon wonder. (laughs) You're a wonder watermelon. Water, watermelon. <laughs> do, 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 do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I love you all. You're in our hearts. And from me and Dana Willie, I'm going to let you take yeah. that away, Willie. No, we, we love you guys. And know that like anything that Matt and I bring to you, there's always opportunity to grow. And there's always opportunity for awareness. And there's always opportunity for you to change anything that you don't like in your journey. And we just, we hope that we, you know, that we're, we're rooting, we're rooting for you and we love you and thank you for listening and supporting us and go earn your keep. That's how I'm going to, go earn your keep. That's how I'm going to end this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.